The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Peace, True Tribe. I am author, author, y'all. I'll just say author, author, counselor, and coach Zara Harrison, hoping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And I titled this, I feel like my camera is blurry. I titled this, um, they, they ain't never going to change. They ain't never going to change. So, and the so part is the part that I think we often ignore or miss out on. We just stop at, they're never going to change. And then we stay there, which can be incredibly unhealthy and can put you in a state where you are disobedient to the word of the most high Yahuwah. Because the word says to keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. And so when we are entangled in an unhealthy relationship or a toxic relationship, and we know that and we recognize it, and maybe by you watching this channel, you are starting to notice, hmm, that's not healthy. That's not, you know, normal. That's not, you know, uh, peace, Tiffany Moore. Shalom. Peace, Zara. Caught the live late yesterday. It was so good. Thank you. Um, when in watching this channel, you might start to see some signs. And because, you know, people don't really teach us this stuff. It's in the scripture. But oftentimes, like I said, people focus so much on forgiveness and, and fake love, you know, that we don't understand our responsibility as believers in helping and y'all using us, using us as tools to bring people to repentance because see a toxic person really at the heart of the matter, they are, they're in sin. They're in sin. They're unhealthy and they're toxic because they're in sin. So they sin against other people and the most high who is not okay with that. And so if we have the opportunity to recognize that somebody is toxic, then we must also recognize that they are in sin, which is why they are toxic. And look, I get it. Sometimes it's, people feel like it's not my fault. You don't understand what I've been through. And I put something up on my YouTube community tab today. I think it came out and it said, um, yeah, what they did to you was terrible or what happened to someone is terrible. The betrayal, the backstabbing, all of that stuff is terrible. Nobody can take that away from you know, the story, it does not excuse you from your responsibility to keep your heart though. So yes, other people may sin against us and hurt us, which can cause us to then hurt other people. But that's why it's so important to be responsible for guarding our heart. We're responsible for our healing, even though we are not the ones who necessarily may have caused the damage. Sometimes we did cause the damage. We, we don't put ourselves in situ situations intentionally you know like we knew what we was getting into before we got into it and we still did it anyway so sometimes we do do it to ourselves but there are times when we feel like because we didn't cause the harm in our lives we think we have the right and the liberty to and you do but it's just not healthy to sit in that and we forget that nobody can nobody is in charge of this heart and this mind from an internal perspective like us, as we work with the most high. So when we're harmed or we're done wrong, it's our responsibility 
our responsibility to correct it. But what do we often do? We say things like, they ain't never going to change, or that's just the way they are, so. So. And what happens is, after the so, some people say, so, I just have to accept them for who they are. So I just need to deal with the fact that that's, you know, how it's always going to be with them. And it will be if you don't do your part in guarding your heart. But I want to help us understand that it's important we do not disobey the most high's wisdom. When the most high gives us through the word, the sound wisdom to guard our heart with all diligence because out of it comes all of these other issues and I listed some of the issues that can come out of it when you don't guard your heart properly you can have anxiety when you don't guard your heart properly you can have look y'all people be talking about me doing stuff with my hand and saying I'm doing all this crazy stuff I talk with my hands so I said one and two I don't if that's a symbol look I talk with my hands so one I'll use this one so one, when you don't guard your heart, you can have anxiety. Two, when you don't guard your heart, you can have depression. Three, when you don't guard your heart with all diligence or keep your heart with all diligence, you can have a nervous breakdown. When you don't guard your heart with all diligence, you can be around unsafe people who lead you into situations where you can get locked up, where you can become an alcoholic, where you can become a drug addict where you can uh, rob a place, where you can set somebody up. All, when you're not guarding your heart properly, like the word says, out of it, all kind of issues result. Now we want healthy issues. We don't want those toxic issues. But the sign of a person who does not, the sign that a person is not guarding their heart well is all the issues that in, are in their life. And look, you know, we know the story of Job. Sometimes the most high is allowing certain things. But even even Job, if you study that scripture, has some issues. He was dealing with a lot of fear. And he was dealing with a lot. Study it, which is what, just, just look into it. We don't guard this. There are all kinds of issues that can come out of that. So when we're not probably properly guarding our heart, from a toxic person, one of the things we do is make excuses for their behavior. And we focus on them so much. This is just the way they are. I can't stand this. I can't stand it. I wish they did that. You see, they did that. And now they did But you know what that's saying? It's saying something about you. It's saying something about you. Because if you know all of that, if they're doing all of that to you and you're still in a relationship with them, that says something more about you than them. If you know that they are never going to change, if you know how toxic they are, but you remain in a relationship with them, something in you is broken because a healthy person will not tolerate that. A healthy person will not tolerate that. Okay, so one of the things that we, you know, we often say is, like I said, they ain't never going to change. So 
and we make after the so we make the excuse and we say so I just have to deal with the way they are and I have a podcast episode on that with that the the lie is I just have to deal with the way they are or so there's nothing I can do about it I want to encourage you to change the so when you say they ain't never going to change instead of saying so this is what I have to deal with or I have to accept the way they are all that stuff like that I want you to change I want you to consider because you don't have to do it I would like you to consider changing the so to there are definitely some boundaries that I need to set or establish if I know that this person is toxic the toxic sinful behavior they continually commit against me it's been a pattern and they're showing me that it is not changing they ain't never gonna change so x out i need to accept them the way they are or i just need to deal with the way they are x that out and put so i need to guard my heart like scripture tells me to because some people might not like the word command tells me to encourages me to and set some boundaries with them otherwise like another scripture says that corrupt communication that toxic communication that evil communication just dealing with that poison is going to start to corrupt you because the word is not it's not lying when it says that these issues comes out of you not guarding your heart the issues of life come out of how well you guard your heart so we have to put up guards which is like boundaries when when the scripture says uh keep your heart or guard your heart with all diligence what it's saying is well, some people may see it in different ways, but one of the things I would like you to consider that it's saying is, what do you have to guard? How do you guard it? How do I guard my heart? Yeah, if I watch videos or stuff I shouldn't watch on TV, I cannot watch that no more or turn it off. Or if I'm on certain social media sites that I know are causing me to have an addiction to social media or look at you know, um, lustful things or whatever, then I'll take the app off my phone or I'll do social media fat or whatever. But what about toxic people? What about people in your life? that pose a threat to you guarding your heart what are you supposed to do you set boundaries with them you set boundaries with them sometimes you can communicate that boundary with them depending on how you know low on the spectrum of toxicity they are but if they way up there you you can't even go be able to talk to them about it you just gonna have to do it i just want us to know that as much as we are hurt by what people do to us as much as we don't like what people do to us, as uh, much as some of us may complain about what people are doing, the more we talk about it without ever setting a boundary and managing and maintaining that boundary, it is saying something now about us. The Most High is now looking at you. You know all of that. They're, the behavior is showing you they're never going to change. They may change, but their behavior is showing you that they're not. There's a difference between hoping that someone will and seeing by their behavior a pattern, a course of life that nothing is changing. 
and you see that and you know that and you still interact with them as if they're a healthy person. What does that say about you? I talked about this the other day. Um, I think it was in a live that I did yesterday and I was talking about how um, somebody had left me a comment a while ago and was kind of making fun of toxic relationships and was like, well, if that's the case, then I'm in a toxic relationship with my toddler then, you know, and kind of laughing and, you know, making fun of it. And I said yesterday, you know, this is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, emotional abuse from toxic people. It is not, it is an experience. If you don't have to deal with that, bless you, bless you. It can have you psychologically all twisted up. You don't know who you are. You don't have no self-worth. You're always dealing with guilt. You're always dealing with shame. You hate yourself. You hate yourself. All because of a toxic relationship. And you don't understand. You don't even understand that it's not love that you're doing when you don't hold them accountable. Because true love with toxic people provoking you to sin is provoking them to repentance. And in helping someone come to repentance, a toxic person, like I've been saying, we, we can't handle them the same way as somebody that's healthy and offends us, you know, here and there. This is a pathological issue. This is a pattern. We, we can't, we can't, you can but it will, it will vex your whole spirit trying to deal with them like they're a healthy person. And so the person was making fun of toxic relationships. Well, oh, if this is one of the results of a toxic relationship, the fatigue or tired or anxiety, then I'm in a toxic relationship with my child. And, you know, just making fun of it. And I'm just like, you know, that's, this is not okay. This is not okay. You know, because a child or a baby, we expect that from them at that stage in life. We expect this child to be demanding. We expect this child to depend on us for every, any and everything. They can't get up and make their own food. They can't change their own diaper. They can't do that. That's your job, right? They can't um, dress themselves, bathe themselves. They can't do none of that. So we expect that from a child. All they know to do when they need something is to cry or be demanding. But see, when an adult is doing that, when adults start doing that, that's toxic. You ain't no child. When you are incredibly demanding, when you want life to revolve around you, when we, you want me to do any and everything for you, when we can't have a two-way conversation, when, when I try to talk to you, there's no getting through. Try to, I was talking to my husband earlier about this. Try to have a reasonable, logical conversation with a toddler. It's not happening. So this person that made this comment, this is a while ago this happened, that made this comment, yes, you know, th this is not a toxic relationship with your, with your toddler. This is a normal relationship with the toddler. You should be at their every need because they can't do it. You should be available. That's a loving parent. That's what a loving parent would do. And yes, we'll have a season of being tired and fatigued and all kind of stuff. But then you might be, you need to learn how to balance motherhood too. It may not be that baby. It may, may, maybe it's you that needs to balance some things. 
But when that season is up, those behaviors and, and the demand on your life changes. It's for a season. With toxic people, it be the season be going on and on and on and on. And they're acting like children. You cannot have a reasonable, logical conversation with, with toxic people. They're so toxic, they don't even allow it to happen. You go in circles, you get exhausted. Being in their midst drains the life out of you. And so when we know that and we say, they ain't never gonna change. So I just have to accept them the way they are. That's how we've been taught so that we stay in that cycle because there's a spirit out there that don't want us to heal, don't want us to stay captive to demonic strongholds, okay? It's there, it's out there. It's fighting against you every day, fighting against you. Wants you to stay broken, wants you to stay bound, wants you to remain in your sin with them. And then the most high is like, through his word, guard your heart. Guard your heart, keep your heart. Please, please, beloved, keep your heart so you don't have to deal with this breakdown in your body and in your mind, with you not even loving yourself, with you not even liking who you are. I'm tearing up. Cause you don't have to live like that. Whoever you are that hate yourself, don't like who you are that thinks the most high hates you, that thinks the most high doesn't even like you. Look at who you around. Look at who you used to be around that you never processed and fixed what they left with you. I just want you to know you don't have to live that way. You are loved. You are worthy of love. You are. Why are you tolerating and settling for something less than what the most high says you're worthy of? Why are you doing that to yourself? It says that something is broken in you. You already know that something is broken in them. But then we stop there and we don't ever ask what in the world is broken in me that I keep accepting this. Look, when you set boundaries, if a relationship comes to an end, it's not your fault. Some of us have the guilt and think it's, I did it, I did it. No, setting a boundary with a person who loves you and wants a relationship is a healthy thing. That's not an unhealthy thing. And when somebody truly loves you and is real love, they will not leave you in that relationship because you set a boundary. If they wanna break the relationship with all, with, off with you because you try to set a boundary or they berate you or they make fun of you, or they call you names and just, oh man, that's not love. And that relationship, you're probably better off without it. You're probably better off without it. So I encourage you to X out when you say, when you say, they ain't never gonna change, so, and you, and you normally have, so I just need to accept this. I want you to X that out because you don't need to accept it to the degree of hurting you. You may need to accept it to acknowledge it so that you can stop being in denial, but don't let it stop there. 
X that out, accept it in the sense of, you know what? I'm not going to deny this anymore and replace that with, so what boundary do I need to set? If I know this about them, what boundary do I need to set? What am I, what do, what is it that I need to do? I need to do something different because it says a lot about me if I don't. All right, y'all. Let me look at some of y'all comments because the last few lives I saw y'all commenting, but I had things to do after that. And I kind of just was like, dang, I didn't even stopped to see what y'all was saying. Um, oh, Tiffany Moore, got to get back into studying the word. Just had a newborn and life gets hectic. But videos like this is keeping the motivation to dive in the word. Oh, I didn't even know you were pregnant. Praise y'all. Congratulations. Oh, that's so sweet. Tiffany Moore, you had a video about not being able to read the word. That also was helpful. Guarding the heart is so important. This is truth. I did. I got a video about not being able to read the word. I do, Tiffany. Girl, I got so many videos. I don't even know. Peace, Kanisha Roberts. Peace, Latifah Wadi. <laughs> Tiffany Moore, what are you talking about? You said, yeah, that person missed the point. It went over their head. Are you talking about the person that said, well, I must be in a toxic relationship with my, with my child? Um, Tiffany Moore, probably desensitized to toxicity. You know what? That's a good point, Tiffany Moore, because some people, they could actually be in toxic relationships and they don't even know it because they desensitized. So that's definitely true. Juanita Yisrael, all praise to the most high. Thank you. Right on time. Peace. Demetrius the boy. Shalom. Peace. Latifa Wadi. Thank you for this message, sis Zara. Peace. You're welcome. Jazzy. <sighs> Peace, Jazzy. I don't, that's a new name. Thank you for joining us live. What advice would you give if the toxic person is the father of your child? You have to deal with this person, but they only care about their children when they want to bring their toxicity into your life. Okay, Jazzy, so I'm, I'm going to, that's a loaded question because toxic comes in all kinds of nasty flavors, right? So the toxicity that they could be bringing into your life could be different things. Like some toxic people, they just strong manipulators. Some toxic people, they aggressive. They get trying to get physical with you. Some are gossiping about you. Some are trying to turn your children against you and uh, put strife into the relationships around it's so it's loaded, right? I would really encourage you to check out what kind of love is this podcast. Um, there's a playlist on here or it's on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart. It's all over the place. The second thing is I tell everyone in most of my videos to visit my help me page. So Sometimes it requires you to have like a drop-in session with me or each at a session where you could get more specific so that then I could kind of give you some guidance. Not like that's going to solve it in one session or one, one sitting, um, but it can help me get closer to specifically what's going on. Cause what I can, what I can do, and this is, um, oh, I'm glad that you, you asked that. So if you don't know, and you're not on my email list, I probably need to send another email about this. I have what's called a, a truth tribe accountability group support chat. And so in that chat, we hold each other accountable to goals. There's no advice allowed. There's no, um, it's just like affirmations in scripture. That's all. And I do that for a reason. 
And so I could give you advice right now. And guess what? Because I don't know the details all the way around your situation, I could actually harm your life. And then guess what? I'm responsible for that. I ain't doing that. I ain't getting myself in trouble with the most high like that. So there's no way I could hear your question and answer it. And then I'm in trouble with the most high. Nope. So I would need to know more specifics. So listen to what kind of love is this podcast so you can start to draw your own conclusions because only you know your story like you do, like at the depths and the intimacy that, that no one does. Or visit ZariHazen.com slash help me and see the different resources that I um, offer to help you with specific issues like that. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Um, Salt and Light Sister. I see you on my husband's channel, I think. Oh, you're the one I like your hair. I saw you on Zara Woolsey. Thank you. Um, Jazzy, I've been listening to you on and off for a past month. I'm trying to find the strength to join because I love the advice you've been giving. I appreciate you. That's another thing I got to bring up. Y'all. You're welcome, Jazzy. Y'all. Y'all. Why do y'all Why do y'all have so much? I already know the answer to the question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Why do y'all, let me rephrase it. I was going to say, why do y'all have so much fear? Let me rephrase it. Why are you the, allowing the enemy to give you so much fear about being in a dearly beloved support group or doing an e-chat or doing a drop-in? I did a call recently with somebody and they were like so scared. And I get it because and I'm glad that I was aware of this because it helped me cater to taking my time with them a little bit more. <laughs> um, and I get it. You see people on YouTube and then they're like in your face, like live and personal. You know what I mean? I don't really look at myself that way because I just don't. I just, I love for people to get set free from their hurt. So I'm not really concerned with being on YouTube or nothing like that. Um, and I feel like the rule I had to remind me the other day. So your average coach or counselor, um, you know, people in the field of helping people and stuff like that, most people don't really know their husbands. And most people don't really know them on YouTube like that. You know what I'm saying? My husband has a, you know, is pretty recognized. And, and so we both become targets easily which is, which makes it a little hard to do what I do. And I felt like the Ruach had to show me the other day because I was feeling like, man, I'm so tired of being a target. I'm going to be a target anyway from helping people. Like that's just what it's been, right? It's for a target for the enemy of uh, darkness, right? But it's different. Oh my gosh, it's different when your husband, you know, does something that brings a lot of attention because then it can also bring attention to you. And the good thing is that's how some people find me. And they're like, I've never been able to find someone to help me with these emotional issues. Like, wow, I'm glad that I found you through your husband's music. So that's like a blessing. I know y'all is going to use however and whatever he needs to use. But the flip side of that is that I also get many opportunists. I've even had to change the True Tribe Challenge. I sent out the email and now people need to confirm this is not for networking purposes and it's not for like some business opportunity because so many people that are trying to get to my husband or even sometimes to me, they try to take opportunities that I am, I'm doing a work to help people 
and you're using it for some other motive and that's so toxic like don't play with this over here you know and so i try i have to try to set that tone and so some people i guess they don't understand that and i had another person tell me zara you really don't play like girl you don't play and i don't because with this people's hearts and stuff like that one i'm accountable to the most high so I got to really like try to stay as grounded as I can. I got to I have to keep my head as free from um being blown up as possible so that I can hear right cuz I like y'all um and then two it's like how can I explain it? This is just serious to me. Like heartbreak and emotional abuse and trauma and dealing with toxic people. It's not a joke. It's not a game. I don't play with this. And so when people try to use this to get to my husband or just so they can talk to me and they don't really have no issue. They just, I just want to talk to you and see if we could become friends one day. That's, that's, that's nice, you know, but it, it, it's not okay to, to, to use something so serious for some selfish gain or reason. It's not, it's not okay. And so a lot of people who do what I do, they don't necessarily have to deal with those extra layers. But y'all know what he doing. He already knew what my husband was called to. We was going to get married. He knew all of that. So it's me having to walk in step with what y'all already knows. But sometimes I'm like, man, y'all, this is hard. It would be nice if people just didn't know me or my husband. I could just do what I do. And I don't have to weed through the people that are here for ill intent. You know, like other coaches, counselors, people you work with, them, it's, they don't know nothing about your hut, nothing. You know what I mean? But the way my life is set up, because that is the case, I'm constantly having to weed through people. And all of y'all are not like this. Thank you for those who are really genuine. Um, but there are some people who are. And it's uh, having to keep uh, weeding through that when I'm trying to focus on this. Ugh, it's frustrating because I'm like, yo, stop playing with this. I don't play with this. Don't come over here with that. And so some people would be like, well, dang. And I'm like, well, dang, you right. Because I need to set the tone. I need you to understand. Don't come over here playing with me. But I say all that to say, the most high doesn't give us the spirit of fear. So if you have fear to be in dearly beloved, oh my gosh, it has been one, two, three, four, five, about six people recently who have contacted me in some shape or form i really want to do dearly beloved i really want to do dearly beloved i want dearly beloved is a support group that i facilitate and we meet on the second the second sundays of each month i'm trying to do two in a month because i do one for teens and i do one for the adults but for the adults i'm trying to add another uh session in the month because i feel like we need more but i have to make sure that i'm balancing my time right but for for as of late, it's been the second Sunday, the second or fourth Sunday in the month. More recently, it's been the second Sundays because I've added a teen edition. And recently, about six people have contacted me in some shape or form or sent an email like, I really want to do Dilly Beloved, but I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Y'all, don't let the enemy do that to you. Don't let the enemy rob you from a blessing that the most high may have for you in that group. Don't let the, don't let the enemy do that. Cause if you feel that he's, he's keeping you from something that's there for you. You need to need to know that he wouldn't be trying to trick you with that fear. If it wasn't nothing there for you that the most high had, you know? 
So um, ask the Most High to give you his confidence and his strength when you feel that so that you can participate because we have one coming up um, soon in May. Okay, so and you have to be on my email list too because I send the email, well, I schedule the emails out and they go out automatically. Um, usually like the week before the session is to tell you what the theme is and stuff like that. But don't let that fear rob you. You know, I be asking the most high to leave. If anybody ain't supposed to be there, don't let them make it too. So, you know, not none of y'all, but some people ain't, maybe they ain't supposed to be there. But ask the most high to lead and guide you and give you his confidence so that you can experience that support group. Um, and if you're interested in bring, being, I don't talk about this enough. I, I need to talk about this more, but I have so much that I already talk about. I forget sometimes. And I'm like, okay, I will tell people to go to ZaraHarrison.com slash help me. They'll go and they'll see it. But some of y'all don't go there to the page. But it's a um, link on that page if you are interested in being in what I used to, what I used to wanted, what, what I used to actually do um, a while ago is I used to schedule text messages and send text messages out to just help people throughout their week. They would submit their phone number. I would add them to the list. I would schedule the text and they would go out. I'm not doing that now. So what I do is we have a support group that wants to hold you accountable to goals. No advice allowed. None. Because Giving advice is dangerous if you're not trained to do it. Have you ever asked somebody for advice and they made it worse? Yeah, you can make you can make people's lives worse. You need to be really careful. You need to be led of the most high before you start telling people, you know, what to do about specifics in their life. Um, but in that group, people can say, this is what I'm struggling with. People can hold them accountable to some scripture. That's the only thing you can affirm and hold them accountable to is a scripture and then the person can kind of keep updates in that group so it's a group chat in that group I will schedule I've done a whole I've done a bunch of them like I'll schedule just daily tidbits that you know can be dropped in and the admin puts them in the group and it it's like getting a, a text notification because if you turn your notifications on it'll pop up on your phone you can hit it and it'll be something like you're so beautiful why are you doing that to yourself today girl why are you doing when I you know, anybody, why are you doing that to yourself today? Why? And it, it can help you. So if that's something you'd be interested in, get in those pop-ups that encourage you throughout the week, go to ZariHarrison.com slash help me and select tribe. I think it's called tribe, truth tribe accountability group chat or something like that. Go ahead and click that link and you can get more information. But, um, that's all I have to say. Y'all please don't have no fear. You ain't got nothing to be scared of. I was about to say, but the enemy, but the enemy need to start getting scared of you. Shoot. Shoot. Oh, Jazzy. I don't like opening up in big groups. I'm very private. I prefer more small or personal help. Dearly Beloved is pretty small. I don't let it go past about 10 participants, including myself. If it goes past that, when people RSVP, I usually won't let them RSVP or I'll tell them they have to wait to another group. So it is not big. It's very intimate because it's important for me to be able to give people enough space to talk without feeling like there's so many people in the group I can't even feel in the intimacy of an of a, a spiritual connection or an emotional breakthrough so it's not even a big group Tiffany yeah you're the real deal you help in many ways you are allowing the most high to really use you and bring him glory praise y'all Tiffany Moore Latipa Wadi I love the dearly beloved session it's such a comforting space with like-minded people I thank y'all for using you as a vessel oh thank you Latifa. 
So yeah, dearly beloved, um, what's your name? What's your name? Jazzy. I don't even think, you know, they often say the fears that we have, they never even happen. You know what I mean? Like, I think what you may be expecting may not even be what's there. So I challenge you to check it out. And actually the True Tribe Challenge is coming the first Tuesday in May, which that's next week, y'all, next week. And it's on a fence. So be looking for that. But I really encourage y'all, Dearly Beloved Support Group, um, the people who keep saying they want to be there, but they are afraid. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But I will protect you in that group. I will not allow, I don't play with people's hearts and souls. I will not allow you to come in that group and let anybody disrespect you, laugh at your pain, disregard your pain. Sometimes I'll turn people's cameras off if I see it's too much going on in their camera and somebody's sitting there crying, I'll turn their camera off because you need to feel like attention is focused on you at that time. I really am guarding not just my heart, but your heart in that space because I'm facilitating it and I'm re responsible for facilitating it well. So you can trust that I'm not going to let nothing get out of hand up in there. And if it do, the person will be booted in negative in point negative seconds. I don't play with no toxic energy in space. And I understand some of us need to heal, but you ain't going to come up here bringing that energy up in here. You will be put in your place out of the group. Don't play with me. So you ain't got to worry about that. I mean, you can worry about it, but it will be for no point because I'm going to handle that. Okay. All right, y'all. I'm Zara Hairston, author, counselor, and coach. Hoping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And you can please visit, because y'all be having questions that's on this page, zaraharriston.com slash help me for a list of resources they may help you that may help you do just that. Peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe. Enjoy my email list at zaraharrison.com for more resources. Y'all bless.